Hey guys, welcome to Rage Talk, my weekly show where I sit here, drink caffeine, talk about random things. Today I'm talking about my boot job. Yes, I did get one. Which Kardashian is dating which member of Blink-182? I know that's old news. And also, I talked about, oh my gosh, the rudest thing that I saw on an airplane the other day. Are we ready? The amount of times in life that I don't know what to wear and just go with a denim on denim. Take a moment to acknowledge my Texas tuxedo or my Canadian tuxedo, depending on where you're coming from. If I had a dollar for every time I've done that, I'd have $100. I just, I mean, it's classic. You either love it or you hate it and I love it. And mostly because my, I almost said my office. My office is mostly denim, so it makes sense that we should have that be what happens today. Okay, let's talk about this. So I have traveled a lot for work. In my life, I've uh, gotten to do uh, speeches all over the world, and that means I've spent a lot of times on flights, and I have noticed something, I never really thought about discussing it openly before, but yesterday when I was flying back from Nashville, I saw something that I was like, oh, this is absolutely the topic that we're bringing to Rage Talk. If you've experienced it, you're gonna have an opinion, and if you haven't experienced it, you're gonna believe that it's not true, and it is 100% real. What is up with people watching movies on a plane they like bring their iPad, they bring their computer, they've downloaded the movie with vigorous sex scenes on a plane surrounded by other people. First of all, you know how like planes, the back of the seat has a movie and those sometimes have sex scenes in them, but those screens are designed mostly so that if you're sort of looking from over here, you can't necessarily easily see what's happening on that screen. I was on a flight yesterday and the woman in front of me, so it's like, I'm here, chair, she's here, right? So she's, so like through the crack of the seat, I can very easily, I don't know what she was watching, but there were people, they were working through it. It was shocking because I was working and I looked up and I was like, you know, I was like trying to write the Sunday email to like send in a call and I was like, and then what? And it was so graphic. It wasn't like smooching. It wasn't like a makeout session with clothes on. It was full on, we're going to pound town. You're not in a pod. You don't have, you're not in a bubble. Like we all see what's on your iPad right now. And also, yes, I know I am a prude on certain levels because, you know, grew up in the church and that's hard to get out of a girl. But for $1,000 more than that, you cannot pay me to watch sex while other people know, like what? I would be so freaking embarrassed. I would like be fast forwarding. No, she just said, it's happening on Game of Thrones today. Okay, you know what else is rude on a plane, Jack? I mean, we're getting back. Like now we're mask free out on the planes. We're like out in these streets. We're doing what we need to do. Not the same, but equally um, very frustrating. If you bring smelly food on a plane, you know what? Karma is gonna take care of you. I was on a Southwest flight a couple weeks ago. 
Girlfriend next to me rolls in. Get ready, Jack. Chinese food. Okay, Chinese food's delicious. I want you to have that orange chicken. I want you to have that. I don't want you to have that right next to me. All of us locked into this vault of, of orange chicken. That, no. Yeah. I don't, watching sex, eating Chinese food, just acting like this flight is your couch. Would you guys think about that? Like if you were watching a show, you're on a plane, you download it, you don't know what's coming. You didn't know that they were gonna make out with each other in a very aggressive, naked manner. Yeah, you're doing something. You're turning it, you're angling it, you're doing, not sister. Sister friend was like, I paid for this seat. But you know what it is? I forgot. <laughs> Hold on. No, there's a thing. There's what it is. What it is. Man, I had like such a good point about this. What what trips my brain out is like you don't know who on this flight would be very offended by that. So like my Mima does not fly anymore. She's she's in her twilight years. All of a sudden I just had this vision of my Mima like being super into Twilight fan fiction and like being like dressed as Bella and going to like Comic Con and that's not what I meant at all. But if my Mima was on a flight and saw that, she would be so offended. Like it would really bother her. And she wouldn't she wouldn't be bothered in like a mean way. She wouldn't say anything, but she would just be like very uncomfortable because that's not she was raised very conservatively and she lives very conservatively. So I just I guess what I don't like is um, not really thinking of the other people around you. I like, you wanna watch, watch all the sex scenes. I don't care, like do your thing. But it just sort of tripped me out that I've seen it more and more now that it feels like we've stopped caring about anybody else around us. I just think like even if someone is more conservative than you or more liberal than you, whatever, they're human. And I just think we should respect each other. And that felt a little like you're, it's almost like you're pushing your thing into my sphere and what a weird thing to talk about publicly because now people are gonna be like, you're too, you sound too much like a duck. I don't do this often. There was a time in my life where I did this pretty often. This doesn't happen much anymore, but it did happen yesterday, I'm not gonna lie. Eating in my car. All of us, I think, in life experience moments where you are busy, you haven't eaten, you're hungry, you're out on the go, you're doing your thing, whatever you need to eat, you're eating in the car. Typically, like, I've run into a place and just grabbed something really quickly, but I don't wanna drive and eat it at the same time. So I'll, like, go park in the parking lot to eat my food. I promise you that if I go park in a parking lot to scarf down food like an animal, like a monster, like I'm just shoveling it in. Cause at this point it's like 2.30, I'm starving. I haven't eaten lunch, shoveling it in as fast as I can. Within seconds, empty parking lot. You can park anywhere. This car right next to me, we're having lunch together. I was grocery shopping one day. I was at Whole Foods, I was so hungry. So I like went through their salad bar and I was so pumped cause I was like having a salad. A sea, just a sea of empty, nope, right next to me. I can't look over there, I don't know what she's doing. She came to the empty lot and parked right next to me, which I only am annoyed by because I'm eating and I'm not eating pretty. 
what is that? Why do people go next to, it's like, you know, in a bathroom that has like a ton of toilets and there's like, you take one, all the rest are empty. And the next person comes in and like sit, what? I was trying to poop over here. I'm already upset because I have to do it in public. I don't need you coming in, coming in right next to me. We're not, what? It's gotta be a psychological thing. I bet if we Google it, it's a psychological thing that like human nature says like, oh, I wanna be where the other person is. I just looked, she's eating too. Maybe she doesn't like to eat alone. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know if you care, but you guys have basically absolutely nailed how to smoke a pork butt. I've been working on this for a couple years now. Just piece by piece, I nailed how to get the bark perfectly. I figured out the right way to wrap it so it would keep its moisture. And last Saturday, for the first time ever, every single part of the pork butt Chef's kiss, perfect. Like I've always wanted to do the thing where um, when you go to like, when you put it on the counter because you're gonna shred it and it just already falls up. That happened to me, Jack. It was a religious experience. It was almost sexual. It was like, if I was on an airplane, this is the thing I wouldn't want someone to see. I was so excited about it and it was so good and such a move, guys, such a move. And nobody cares and people have stopped watching, but for those three of you who are still invested in this conversation, I wanna tell you the answer. I want to tell you the key. A nice chest. Okay, Jack, here's what you do. Keep it in all of its stuff, and then you're gonna put it in an ice chest. There's no ice in the chest. You're allowing it to stay warm, but not continue to cook. It's gonna sit in the ice chest for two hours, Jack. That is the key. Put it, before I put it in the ice chest, it was like, nothing's happening here. Took it out of the ice chest, and it was like, ah. I was so proud of myself. Speaking of dreams coming true, you like that segue, Jack? We like to highlight stories from our Dreamcatcher community. Those are members of our Start Today journal community who have achieved a dream that they have been working on for a while. I ask y'all to send in videos and we have one today that I really wanna share with you because it's so special. And I hope that it inspires you to understand that there are people every day all over the world just like you who are achieving personal and professional goals for themselves. And hopefully this story will inspire you to do the same. Hey Rachel, my name is Madison. I'm actually currently living in Europe, which is something that I had in my Start Today journal. Um, so it's just crazy to see how many things in my Start Today journal I've been able to check off and actually accomplish in my life. Like I'm literally living my dream and I'm just so grateful for everything and for you and the content that you produce. And I just wanted to say, Thank you. Thank you so much, Madison. We love hearing about what you guys are doing. If you guys haven't checked it out before, the Start Today Journal is something that's been around for a while, is really popular within our community based on a practice that I used to do in my journal. And I always like to say, you do not need to buy one of these. You can do it anywhere on any piece of paper, whatever you've got, you can go listen to episode 72 of the podcast. I walk you through the entire process for free. But if you do wanna check out your journal, I will put a link in the description below and you can join the community and you could be inspired, you could do the whole thing. And yeah, if you have achieved a really cool dream that you wanna tell us about, you can send your video to this or do they use a hashtag or 
Whatever's happening below my hands in the editing process, that's what you're supposed to do with your video. I'm still tripping out. I get my news, I get my celebrity news in like just weird like bits and pieces. Mostly if I open up Instagram on the explore page, they'll just be like, you care about this. And I'm like, I kind of do, but I don't know who these people are. And I know this is old, but I still, every time I hear about it, I like have to stop and try and understand. Is that one of the Kardashian girls is with Travis Barker. That blows my mind. I love this for her. I love that she's like, let's go with a bad boy. Where's Blink-182? Like, let's do it. How are all those tats? Is that fun? Is that fun to make out with? Do you know about Kardashians? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she just said, oh yeah. <laughs> yes, okay. You've like seen all the episodes, you know all the things. You feel good about them together? Yeah, I think great. They're falling in love. What about the other one, Chloe? Mm -hmm. What's she doing? What's she up to? She's single right now. Oh, she's single, ready to mingle. Okay, she's, didn't she just have plastic surgery of some kind that everyone was talking about? Was that her? She says she's gotten no plastic surgery besides rhinoplasty. Recently? I don't know. I mean, I feel like, look, if we have before and after photos, and we do, um, just say it. I've told you guys, boobies. Sorry, Jack. But not in a way that's like, Sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, we could have done a little more. <laughs> I just had them, you know, after the kids, they were like, meh, 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 meh. And then I just had them picked up like, meh. It's not like a lazy boy footrest that gets you all the way to the top. It's like your grandma's lazy boy that like, you know, it didn't go up past this point. That's what the girls did. But I feel great about it. But sometimes I do think, would be nice if they held themselves up. It basically just looks like I have regular boobs, which is pretty crazy to pay that much money and still just have sagging nipples. But you know what? Um, I'm happy that I did <laughs> But you better believe that if I was getting something else, I'd just tell you guys. I did, there was a hot minute where I was like slightly obsessed with looking up things about, um, I have so much saggy loose skin, so much. Like if I were to do a push-up, right? Like if I was wearing just like a sports bra and like pants or whatever, and I was to do a push-up, what is hanging down from my stomach? I'm just gonna say, it looks like a ball sack, okay? It look, you know how like testicles <laughs> are um, saggy, I guess? Well, not saggy, but like not, they're hanging, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And so th this, this, this thing, it's just, you know, and there was a moment where I was like, well, is it a big deal? Could I just go in and they just like take a pair of scissors and like, you know, it is a big deal. It's a really big deal. And then I was like, stop, like your body's beautiful and you know, all the things. And, but I'm not going to lie. I, you know, I wondered. I wondered what was involved. I didn't know and you know, now I know, so whatever. No judgment, you do whatever you wanna do. Do whatever you wanna do. People are like, oh, I can't believe that you would admit to having your boob job when you tell people to like love, yeah, freaking love yourself. Also, this is your body. You get one life, you get one chance to go around this earth, whatever you're doing. You only have a limited amount of time and if you feel like I don't know, having your nose done or whatever would make you feel great and confident and all of those things and you can afford it, 
Go! I mean, think about that mom and Clueless. Wasn't my mom a Betty? She died when I was just a baby. A fluke accident during a routine liposuction. That is a concern. Guys, it has been so much fun hanging out with you. If you are still here, God bless you. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. Is that Golden Girls? <laughs> Travel down a road and back again. You're welcome. God, what a show. Anyway, this is also a show. And if you like it, be sure and subscribe to the channel so you get a notification every single time we post a new episode. I have enjoyed hanging out with you. I will try not to wear denim on denim next week. I'll try. We'll see. Hi guys. Uh, so right now, today uh, and yesterday is a full moon. And it's even more powerful than a full moon because it's a full moon with a lunar eclipse, which was amazing. And if you haven't seen those pictures, go look online. But every single month on a full moon, I write a meditation, just sort of what I'm thinking about. And um, I send it to my friends and I send it to my business partners and my team at work and everybody that I know. And yesterday, I got such a amazing response to this thing that I sent out because everybody saw themselves in the story. Um, so a friend who has their oldest child is about to go to college for the first time, a girlfriend who's in between jobs and really doesn't know what to do next, um, another person who is battling cancer, another friend who is really terrified of kind of taking the next step in their career. And it didn't really matter who it was. They all saw themselves. And so I thought perhaps maybe you'd see yourself. And so I'm just going to, I'm literally just going to read you what I wrote them and I'm going to send this out. And if there's something in this that is helpful to you, I'm glad. And if not, just leave it behind. Okay. <laughs> Today is a full moon. And even more exciting, a lunar eclipse. A lunar eclipse is considered wildly powerful, and so I feel called to send something out to meditate on today. Each and every month, I hold space for full moon rituals, the most sacred of which is to ask myself what I can let go of that is no longer serving me. Spiritually, the full moon represents the completion of something the turning of a page, or possibly the closing of a whole chapter altogether. In the beautiful chaos of my life, I found that taking a single day of each month and questioning what should be released has had a profound effect on my joy. Today, I'd love to invite you to do the same. This morning in yoga, my teacher mentioned that this full moon falls in Scorpio. I don't know much about astrology, but I love his reminder that in order for a scorpion to grow, it must first completely shed its skin. After class, I Googled the process of a scorpion shedding its exoskeleton. Guys, I never said I was cool. And I was struck by two things. The first is that when the scorpion sheds her armor, the shell she leaves behind looks very much like a dead, lifeless version of herself. I wonder, though, how long she tried to fit inside that smaller version of herself, how tight and claustrophobic it must have been constantly pushing against walls that are unable to expand with her. How scary to know you must move on when the transition will be deeply 
painful. The second thing that I can't stop thinking about is that when the scorpion finally makes the decision to leave her armor behind, she must live for a time completely vulnerable without any protective coverings. I know some of you are in a season like that, a time when you feel raw and exposed and without your armor. It's so easy in those moments to want to cling to what you know, to crawl back into a skin that no longer fits because at least it comes with certainty. But my sweet friend, you were not made to fear. You were made to carve out your own beautiful version of magnificence. The next evolution of you can never be found inside a shell that can't possibly hold the incredible thing you're becoming. And so I ask you, on this powerful full moon filled with opportunities for letting go, what armor do you need to lay down and leave behind? The Rachel Hollis Podcast is produced by me, Rachel Hollis. It's edited by Andrew Weller and Jack Noble.